You're listening to the Quality of Love Podcast. Your home for all things love, relationship, and mental health. Hosted by nationally certified life and relationship coach, Tyrone Dixon. Sit back, relax, and get tips on creating the life you deserve without wasting any more time. Welcome to the Quality of Love podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Dixon, nationally certified life and relationship coach, husband, father to two beautiful princesses, and CEO and founder of a Rose Through Concrete Consulting. Thank you guys for taking the time out to listen in with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Tonight, we got another big Wednesday episode to deliver you guys. And before we even get into tonight's episode, again, I just want to take this time to say thank you to everyone that subscribed, liked, listened, shared, even uh, gave me any type of feedback on the Quality of Love podcast. It's I found out once again that I've been mentioned in nomination for an award for the best new podcast at the Discovery Pod. So if you guys get a chance, make sure you throw in a nomination for the quality of love. We really appreciate it. Tonight's quote is, take accountability. Blame is the water in which many dreams and relationships drowned. And that quote is by Steve Marbley. Again, that quote is, take accountability. Blame is the water in which many dreams and relationships drowned. And that quote resonated with me uh, a few years ago when I was reading through, uh, I think it was Pinterest at the time, and I was looking at life coaching and looking at different techniques that I can use, and I actually stumbled across that quote. And it's it's one of those things where I always say you are 100% responsible for your reaction to any external forces or any external pressure. And that just kind of reinforces that quote for me. If you are not willing to take accountability for all of your actions and for your behavior, then there's a good chance you won't be someone that's successful or someone that's able to achieve your dreams or achieve that lasting relationship. Question number one for tonight. My narcissist ex cheated and then discarded me for an unstable bipolar alcoholic. How will it end? I don't want him back. I just want karma to hit him like a ton of bricks. Once again, that question is, my narcissistic ex cheated and then discarded me for an unstable bipolar alcoholic. How will it end? I don't want him back. I just want karma to hit him like a ton of bricks. I think that there's no way to predict how their relationship would end, first of all. Um, But even more importantly in this situation, I think you, you shouldn't look at wanting karma to hit him back like a ton of bricks, you should look at this situation more as you dodged a bullet, right? And that's just being frank. Um, When you're in a relationship with a narcissist, it's never going to be successful because that person is always thinking about how they can take advantage of you or how they can maximize on their relationship, which typically means that they don't want to meet your needs, right? So if you would have stayed in that relationship, I don't think that would have ended well, at least for your psyche. So um, instead of looking at the relationship as karma or wanting karma for him, look at it as you dodged a bullet because you certainly dodged a bullet with a narcissist. And there's no real way of knowing how their relationship would end. 
hopefully though the the woman that he's in a relationship with is is able to survive that situation because if she's bipolar unstable and an alcoholic that relationship can end up um very very explosive so once again be thankful that you dodged the bullet question number two how do i know if my unborn child's father is a narcissist or if i'm just damaged and crazy i've caught him clearly lying but he said that he had to do it for us Once again, that question is, how do I know if my unborn child's father is a narcissist or if I'm damaged and or if I'm just damaged and crazy? I've caught him clearly lying, but he said he did it for us. I think that is a clear sign. In fact, that he is a narcissist, right? Whenever someone um, you catch someone lying or you catch someone and try to hold them accountable for their actions and they flip it on you and make you feel as though you're crazy or you're in the wrong That's one clear red flag that that individual is a narcissist. And my advice to you would be to get out of that situation as quick as possible. I know you're a mother or a soon to be mother, and it can be very, very difficult. But the the stress that this gentleman is going to cause you and your child in the long run, it just simply wouldn't be worth it, in my personal opinion. Question number three. Should I end it? I'm insecure and I cannot trust him from past issues with disloyalty, but he claims he has changed. He seems to be better, but every time I think he is doing something disrespectful or looking at another woman, I want to end it. Once again, should I end it? I'm insecure and cannot trust him from past issues with disloyalty, but he claims he has changed. He seems to be better, but every time I think he is doing something disrespectful or looking at another woman, I want to end it. I think this is a situation in which you want to have a conversation with this gentleman because he may be doing some some things that are subconscious, right? So if you, for example, if you guys are at the mall or you guys are out on a walk and his eyes happens to gaze at another woman or gaze to another woman, it can it can appear as he's being disrespectful to you, but he may not even be aware of it. So the first thing I would do in this situation is have a conversation with him and let him know that you find those things to be disrespectful, especially since you've already had past issues with disloyalty and having having to question him when it comes to other women. If he is not receptive to this and he continues to display these behaviors, I think it's best for you to end it um, because what you're doing right now is you're causing yourself a lot of emotional tor- turmoil and immerse- emotional turmoil ultimately ends up damaging our psyche and it affects our ability to have lasting relationships, right? So the sooner you have that conversation, the better, as difficult as it may be. Um, But I I do think you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, especially if you're emotionally attached to him still, right? If there's no emotional attachment there, then have the conversation. And if it goes negatively, end it. Um, But you want to, again, give him that benefit of the doubt if you have some form of emotional attachment to him because he may not even be aware of his actions. Question number four, how much can your IQ decrease due to chronic stress? Once again, that question is, how much can your IQ decrease due to chronic stress? It can actually decrease a lot. And if you look online, Google recent studies, your IQ, especially when in situations that are extremely stressful, it it tends to disappear, right? And we as human beings, when we get to high emotional states, we don't think logically. Even the most highly intelligent person 
does not think logically once they're triggered or they have a heightened emotional state, right? So if you are someone who's experiencing stress, especially prolonged stress chronically, then there's a pretty good chance that your IQ is is being affected and it's being affected negatively and causing you not to be able to, to think clearly in extremely stressful situations, right? Because your mind is so used to being under stress that once you once you get into stressful situations, your mind automatically triggers and goes into defense mode, right? Causing us not to be able to think logically. So I invite you to also just do some more research and do some more studies. There's some very, very fascinating studies on brain and neuro, uh, neuroscience, I should say, recently that that's fascinating to me, I should say, at least um, that I've learned. And it's it's not only that that you could have negative effects, but doing new things every day can have a positive effect on your brain in the long run, too, and create new habits. So, again, I invite you to do some additional research. Don't just take my advice. On, on neuroscience, you'll find some very, very fascinating things, but understand that your IQ is certainly affected when you're heavily stressed over long periods of time, you start to think illogical thoughts and you start to maybe display illogical behavior. The what would Tyrone do question of the day is how do you unwind from a stressful, mentally draining day? Once again, that question is, how do you unwind from a mentally stressful and draining day? I think for me, the the few things that I enjoy doing is unplugging, as I've talked about in the past. So that's setting my phone to the side, not watching TV and fully engaging myself with my family. Also, the other thing that I like to do is go to the gym. So I like to try to stay physically fit. Not that I'm always good at it, but I try to stay physically fit, not just to to look good or have an amazing body or whatever the case may be. I do it just to stay sharp mentally. Right. So I've I've said this in the past and on past episodes, but I I fully believe that your physical and mental health kind of go hand in hand. So the better physically you take care of yourself, the better or sharper mentally you are. So I like to try to go to the gym as well. Um, Recently, I've started incorporating uh, at least one spa day, spa, excuse me, day per month into my routine where I go and get a massage, maybe a facial. Um, uh, I do pedicures because I I, st- I usually stand when I'm doing training. So my feet usually take a beating. So I also get pedicures as well. Just little things like that that will allow you to unplug. Those are my recommendations, especially after having a, a mentally draining day that's stressful because those days can tend to linger, right? If you allow those emotions to uh, overwhelm you and you become sick, overwhelmed with those emotions, I should say, then that could cause you to um, carry that behavior on through through days, weeks, months, and, and just kind of have a negative tint towards life. So those are my suggestions for you. That's what I do. Um, remember, you guys are always more than welcome to hit us up at TQLP20 at gmail.com with any questions that you guys have for our Wednesday episodes. Once again, that's TQLP20 at gmail.com. Or feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page, The Quality of Love Podcast. Remember, guys, as always, the quality of love and relationships that you have in your life will determine the quality of your life. Peace and love.